and welcome to episode 348 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my allotment and modern victory garden. Today is the 13th of July 2020 and this week I am thinking about my winter plans for the garden. But before that, let's find out what's been happening over this last week on my own allotment and garden. Well, it is Wednesday the 8th of July 2020. I'm just in my greenhouse at home at the moment and I'm in here for a reason. Now, what I'm in, doing in here is just checking over all my plants. I've got my first tomatoes that are just ripening up lovely. Got quite a few plants, chilies and stuff growing in here quite well. But what I've got is a melon which is growing inside a compost bin I have in here. Now the idea of the compost bin was that I fill it with compost material which of course rots down and that should give off heat which I was hoping over the winter would provide hot enough or enough heat to warm the greenhouse up. Unfortunately it was not the case that did not work at all well. So I probably will end up getting rid of this compost bin from in here it's probably not ideal but what I have done this year is on the top inch or two added a load of compost and I've planted into that my melon plant. Now the idea of this is that melon are quite hungry plants and they like quite a bit of warmth so those roots will go down into that compost material it will take out some of the nutrients plenty of food in there but also it should keep it fairly moist and a million and one advantages to what should happen with it. Now that being said it doesn't appear to be working as well as I had hoped with that. The melon is actually growing quite well it seems to look okay but there's no real well it's not fruiting yet it, it's not as powerful growth as I've got on some of my other melon plants including my watermelon that is in here. But what I've also noticed in this is we're getting lots and lots of ants in this compost bin. Now I don't mind ants, they don't really do me any harm, they don't do anybody any real harm. But what they are suggesting to me is actually this compost bin is just so dry, being in a greenhouse, getting all that heat in there, being compost material, and it, the water would just drain straight down. It's not doing at all well for what I hope. So this compost bin will go but we'll we'll leave it and see how this melon plant gets on. It might provide us with quite a late crop, I'm not sure yet. But as I said it is doing well and the watermelon, I mean I just love the watermelon plant in here. I'm hoping we're going to get some watermelons from it. I doubt it because it's probably a bit late in the season now but we'll keep a close eye on it. Now what I've noticed, now you may recall last week I planted outside in the beds some pak choy. Now they were growing lovely. Well I said they were growing lovely, I planted them out and they seemed to be doing okay. Then the chickens somehow got under the nets into the cloche and they've damaged them all, killed them all off. They are complete and utter buggers. I love having my chickens, don't get me wrong, it's great getting fresh eggs, they're great for so many reasons, but they are a problem when it comes to plants. What this means now is I'm going to have to replant this bed up with something else to make up for what they've eaten. But I also think I'm going to have to come up with some sort of way to keep them off quite a few of my plants. 
Well, that's what I've been up to today. I'm not sure when I'm working this week. I know I am on Friday, so I don't quite know how many updates I'm going to get this week in. It's Saturday the 11th of July 2020 today. I'm just sat out in my garden enjoying the evening. It's actually quite a, quite a lovely evening out here today. Now today I didn't do as much in the garden as I planned because I had to go to work and uh, I was knackered again when I came back. But you know what, I pushed myself to go out in the garden and just tackle a few jobs. Now one of the jobs I did was plant out some more tomato plants, some courgette plants and, and various other plants. Replacing the ones that I mentioned to chickens the other day demolished by getting underneath the netting. Now, I've made sure the netting is secured this time, but I still think they're going to find a way in there. So I'm going to have to come up with some sort of design, some contrapment, just to keep them off. But anyway, the hope is that will now produce more food and the chickens won't get in there. I've tied in a lot more plants, my cucumbers and my existing tomatoes, keeping them up a, a bamboo cane, keeping them growing on tall and straight. One of those mundane tasks takes a while, but once you go around and do it all, it's worth doing. And then I followed that up by giving the ground a really, really, really good soaking. Now, where I've just planted plants, they're going to probably need watering daily for the time being. But established plants, they don't really need a daily watering. Instead, what I'll do from now on is just give them a good soaking about once a week. But I mean a good soaking. Now to find out just how dry or just how much watering I need to do, what I like to do from time to time is just dig down in the soil with a little trowel, just an inch or so, and just see how dry it is after watering. And if it still is quite dry down there, and it can be, it suggests it needs more watering. It's actually quite a interesting experiment I find to do from time to time because it's possible we can either spray or soak the top of the ground in water and it looks absolutely soaking wet and then you go down just an inch maybe not even that just a couple of mil and all of a sudden you just realize that that water has not penetrated the ground so yeah that's just a little experiment that I've carried out today and checked and sure enough, yeah, an inch or so down it was dry. So I gave it a really, really good soaking. Anyway, that's it for today. I'm feeling quite energised after just spending an hour in the garden, but it's getting dark, it's getting late, so I better head on in. And hopefully tomorrow my plan is to get up extra early and head down the allotment. Let's find out if I manage that. It's Sunday the 12th of July 2020 today. It's quarter to eight in the evening and I'm on the allotment. But this is a tale of two halves today. Now in yesterday's diary section, I said I wanted to come down the allotment early this morning, which I did do. I was on the allotment about seven o'clock this morning. And that kind of gave me the chance to really... Um, crack on do a bit of weeding I started in the greenhouse because that was cool weeded out and watered everything in there which boosted things along rather well I've got to admit in there I've got some wicking beds made out of some old paintings I've spoken about this before 
What a wicking bed is, I've made these out of paint tins. I've just drilled a hole about an inch or two from the bottom and then filled with a bit of perlite and compost. And I've planted into that some pepper plants. Those pepper plants are growing really, really well that I am actually thinking these wicking beds seem to be the way forward. And because they're in the greenhouse, they're doing even better. So just thought I'd mention that because that's been a really good observation. After the greenhouse, went outside and carried on more weeding, just breaking it into the beds as I go along, just pulling out a few weeds, which ends up in the compost bin. Now, the, the broad bean bed, I harvested the last of my broad beans, but I've left a few to go hard so I can save the seeds from those to plant out later on in the year. Rest of the beds were just a general weeding, nothing really difficult to say about that. Carrots, now I've got a tub of carrots, and I needed to thin those, which I did do this morning, and I just removed out every other carrot, if you like. The thinnings we saved, and we took those home and ate those for our lunch. Then I moved on to the main bed, the large bed at the very top. Now, this is overrun with cooch grass again, and it's really annoying because it just looks like nothing is growing. I kind of wish that my vegetable plants would grow as well as weeds in there. Now, this is leaving me with a decision that when I took on that plot and I decided to make it one large main bed, I wanted to see if it was going to be any easier or more productive than having the smaller beds like I have on the bottom half. Well, I think that because the smaller beds I'm able to fill with compost and manure more easily, it proves a bit more successful on maintaining the weed. So I think over the winter I will be building raised beds into that area. Now I also harvested some of my first early potatoes. Now I've got to admit my first early potatoes are, oh, I was a bit disappointed. The area they've grown in is where I grew beans last year, which also didn't do very well. And I think that ground might be a bit compacted, which is why they haven't done very, very well. I've only harvested one plant of pink fir apple, which last year did amazingly well, and one of my Linda variety, which again last year done really good. It might just be lack of watering, but I've kept it on the watered. And the potato plants are a bit lower down. They seem better. And I think that's just where the ground isn't as compacted. I'm not sure, but that's my suspicion. Now, I went home because uh, my brother came round about half ten unexpected. So I went home and then I decided to pop back down this evening just to carry on with a bit more watering and weeding on this main bed. Like I say, because it's such a, uh, an area, it takes quite a bit of work. And I just want to get it on top of it again. It it seems like the last couple of weeks, what we've going to work um, and the weather, the weeds have just snuck in out of nowhere and taken over again. But we'll get on top of it. Well, anyway, that is it for today. I'm going to head on home now and have a soak in a bath. Well, it's Monday the 13th of July 2020 today. I'm at home this evening. After work, I came out here just to tackle a few small jobs. Something I wanted to do was tie in some of my gherkins. Now, these, uh, these plants are grown in pots on my patio area. And tying in plants is always a, a job that it seems to be ongoing. Just tie them into bamboo canes, support them as they grow up. 
But what I hadn't noticed before today was actually I had a few gherkins growing on them and nearly ripe. Just a, a day or two and I'll be ready for picking, which that's fantastic because then we can harvest those, use those in sandwiches, maybe even pickle them or something. I'm just looking forward to, to eating those to say the least. Now after that, I started doing a bit of watering, but we had a, a very slight shower. Nothing to really water the garden heavily, but just a slight shower, which it's quite refreshing actually. It's still raining slightly now, and I'm just stood out here feeling the rain on the skin and that smell of summer rain. It's all I can describe it, the smell of summer rain. There is a word for it, and I can't think what it is. And you know what? It's just days like this that... I feel so grateful to have a garden. Now in my patio area there are quite a few things growing well and a few things that haven't done so well. All of which I'll probably go over in a, a podcast in the future. But tomatoes, I'm harvesting tomatoes at the moment as well and they're coming in rather thick and fast. And I like tomatoes, we really like them in our salads and stuff so it's, it's going down rather rather well so again I've got another handful of tomatoes today and probably over the next few days I'll begin a handful of tomatoes every day. Well that's what I've been up to this evening and this brings us up to the end of this week's diary section so I'll hand you back to the podding shed. Another tricky week, but it is great to be having some real harvests come in, be it tomatoes or potatoes. Now, gardening is always about looking forward. And while winter does seem a long way away at the moment, I have found myself starting to think about how I can still make sure I have food growing throughout the winter. I went into my potting shed with a pad and paper and started getting my plans down on paper. Well, here I am in my potting shed out in the garden. I'm just putting together my winter plans onto paper. So it's written down. I always think it just seems to focus the mind and just get a, a kind of plan of action into place. And this is what I'm trying to think of today. Get a plan of action into place. Now, you might be saying to me right now, Richard, it's mid-July. Why are you thinking about winter now? Well, two reasons. First reason is that I find that it's time to start evaluating the garden, see what changes we can make throughout the winter. And I'm talking infrastructure changes. Now I'm planning a few projects that I meant to do this year, but unfortunately due to COVID coming in, I couldn't complete or even tackle these. Um, I couldn't complete or even tackle these projects. This is things such as building the new beds in my home garden, tackling the herb bed slash wildflower area. And on the allotment, uh, after a bit of evaluating, I've got one area which is a large bed. You know, this is the main bed as I call it. It doesn't work very well for me. I am going to start building that into smaller beds like I have on the other half of a plot. Sort of 2.4 metres by 1.5 metres. Not huge, but just for me, I find them a bit more manageable. Now that is infrastructure jobs that I have planned over the winter. And... The main reason that I'm thinking of this is that if I'm doing all these infrastructure jobs, there might be areas that I can't use for growing. So I need to bear that in mind when making these plans. Now, 
food for over the winter the obvious one of course is a brussels sprouts and we already have those growing if you haven't got those growing it's going to be too late i'm afraid to say i'm not going to tell you any different it is too late to get those established but what we can grow now or start growing over the next couple of months the brassicas such as cabbages cauliflowers i've got some swedes white in front of me which are in seedling stage and probably need to go in quite soon the thing is these i've got growing already and they're going to give us probably crops early winter but things like cabbages kale well actually not so much kale but certainly cabbages we can sow those between now and august and we can get those in the ground we need them established sort of september time and they should keep themselves going now the brassicas i'm talking about cabbages kale cauliflowers they'll do all okay sow them between now and mid-august get them in the ground before september they should establish and they should provide us with some winter crops we can also sow some a bit later particularly cabbages to give us spring crops as well but that's worth bearing in mind and thinking about later on throughout the year of course if you keep listening to the podcast i'll tell you when i'm doing that now there's plenty of other crops that can be sown now and August for winter crops. Calabrese, carrots, chicory, Chinese cabbage, endive, spinach, spinach beet. Many of these which are covered in seeds to sow in July podcast a couple of weeks ago. But of course as we get into the cooler months we could also be sowing some of the cooler crops. Pak choy, parsley, coriander, they also seem to do well. And around the end of September, I will be planting out some of my overwintering crops. Now, these crops won't necessarily provide us with food over winter, but these crops will grow over the winter and provide us crops with next year's. These are my garlic, my onions, my shallots, all of which take up a bed each on the allotment. Now, for the onions, I will be buying in sets again. Although it is possible to grow from seed by sowing a seed in August, I don't have much luck doing it. But I know some people do actually sow seeds in August, let them grow, and they sort of become like sets anyway. Plant those out and overwinter those. I, I overwinter broad beans and I find those very successful. But again, they won't be sown till about October and planted in a bed to give us an early crop of broad beans around end of May, June time. Again, not really winter crops, but what I um, really want to focus on is these winter crops. And as I said, outside we are looking more at the brassicas. But if we come into the indoors, now I'm talking greenhouses and my potting shed. Admittedly, I'm hoping that this potting shed won't be here this winter. I've got a change in my mind. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to commit myself to it just in case I don't have the time but I I do have a change in mind but the greenhouses they will be used now there are chilies grown in my greenhouse at home and they may well grow over winter where they are and survive so I'm probably not going to be able to use that bed and usually my greenhouse at home becomes where I store my plants that need a bit of protection over the winter But the greenhouse on the allotment, now those beds do not really get used over winter. So once, just drop my bit of paper now, once the um, tomatoes are out of there, that area can be used for overwintered salads and lettuces. They won't be sown until much later on in a year, but at the moment this is about making the plans of where I'm going to grow stuff. 
Now, of course, these salads and lettuces will be varieties such as winter density, a winter varieties of salads and lettuces. Now, I can't forget about herbs, of course. They can be sown all year round, grown indoors. Basil and chives all year round. They probably need a bit of warmth, so growing them in a kitchen worktop or windowsill will probably do rather well. Uh, but they could also do some supplemental lighting. Again, in this potting shed, I do have some supplemental lighting, but I also have supplemental lighting in my potting shed in the way of my IKEA grow lights. Now, Right. Anyway, I've got all this list of plants that I want to grow over winter now. Now, what I've got to start doing is work out where they're going to grow. I've just said the greenhouse is where I'm going to grow some winter salads and lettuces. Probably also do the same in the veggie pod. Although I didn't have much luck growing stuff over the winter last year in a veggie pod. But I think if I use some more harsher stuff, some more tougher plants, it should do okay. Things like kale. Now I said kale, cabbages, those sort of things, they really need to go in pretty soon in order to establish. So they're going to go in my garlic bed. The garlic has been harvested. That bed is currently empty. Like I said, I'm looking at some of my plants in here now, which are basically ready or seedling. Now, like I said, I'm looking at some of my seedlings in this potting shed now. These are cabbages, swede, they not quite ready to go out but if they grow a little bit stronger they can probably go outside pretty soon and that bed that is empty is probably the ideal place to get those in and get those established now my garlic where i'm going to be growing my garlic in is where i have my onions growing this year so that bed is not going to be used until oh end of september Seems a shame because those onions will be coming out this week. Seems a shame to have that empty bed just sat there doing nothing. So in that bed I could be growing quick crops such as turnips or something in the meantime. I'm not keen on turnips but I don't want to waste that land at the same time. But when it comes to wintering crops it's a case of you've got to dedicate the land to it because they need to be in there beforehand. Now, some of my other crops that I have on this list of what I want to grow. Um, these are the crops like the, the pak choy, the, which I'm going to grow at home. So they're going to need to go into a bed, probably under a cloche. Uh, what else have I got? The calabrese, that'll go on the allotment if I can get those sown. So they'll probably go in that same bed where I had the garlic growing or maybe where I've got some other brassicas growing on the top half of the main plot which probably is not going to be changed until they're out and harvested. What else have I got on this list? Um, um, uh, carrots. Now I've got a few carrots growing at home. And the bed actually where I've got carrots growing in has been vandalised by the chickens. So I've got a bit of space there. I can sow some carrots, which might just give us some overwintering carrots variety I'm going to use is a quick growing variety such as early nanties too. They should do okay. Endive, I'm not going to grow endive again. I've put that on the list because it's a possible one to grow but I'm not going to do it. Spinach, now I've actually got some spinach just in here in seedling stage. Not looking great admittedly so I think 
they're going to need something. I think they're getting a bit too hot looking at them. So they're going to need to go somewhere a bit cooler. But if we can get this spinach growing well, that can go into a bed at home and grow over winter, provide us with those lovely looking leaves. Well, anyway, that is sort of my plans. Now, the point I'm trying to make with this podcast today is that not that these plans are going to be set in stone. What they're going to do is just get my mind into that frame of mind that yes this plants need to go in pretty soon in order to give me crops over the winter and I think that's something that we often forget about when growing veg we often think our oh, winter's miles away you don't have to worry about it because we're just harvesting our summer crops our tomatoes and stuff but actually for me the mission is to grow food all year round so I need to think about it right now well if you've got any winter plans that you will be growing why not let me know now you can email me richard at you can visit the website leave a comment and have a look at anything else on the website at the and of course you can find me on social media just search for the veg podcast and i'm sure to pop up Well, that is it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope it's been of any use to you. Now, I'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, please take care. I'll speak to you all again then.